When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Friday Lights. Lights. It's the light version of Friday. They've stopped saying that on KSDK, by the way. Because someone called them out. I called them out. I said, you know what? Don't steal our day. The listeners were like, hey, <laughs> they caught you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how was your day yesterday, Casey? Um, I, actually, I have to think back. On what we did yesterday, we're in like full Christmas mode. We are wrapping gifts. Yeah. We are making plans, making the schedule out. Yeah, I need to be like that more because I feel like I always wait until the week of, and the, then you panic the very last minute. Not even like we might be going somewhere and need to take gifts, and I I have not wrapped anything. Oh no, this is the time. And I, there are some people that enjoy wrapping gifts and turning on the candles. Yeah, and we like turn on a movie and make a sit, moment out of it. Sit next to a poinsettia and just have all the Christmas feels. But I just I get it done. If, if we got, if we have Christmas bags, like right. whatever. That you can throw tissue go paper Go in a in. tissue paper bag. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I just, I just, I just, I don't know. And you're it, no good at it either, huh? I'm really good at it, you're actually. You're really good yes. at gift wrapping? I, I can wrap an entire gift with one piece of scotch tape. Don't ask me how I do that. It's a secret. It's something is telling me it's not, it doesn't look good. <laughs> It looks great. I bet you can do that, but it's, I bet it doesn't look it's good. It's all folded nicely and tight. Ooh, those corners. What a shame nobody's going to get to enjoy it. I know. You get, you get the bags this year. <laughs> uh, we've got the holiday ticket packs up for grabs today. The Cardinals holiday ticket packs with the big three. So be here for that this morning. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Speaking of chasing stars, uh, Casey, did you see the Geminids meteor shower last night? No, I heard Clark Kent on Channel uh, 5 or Channel 4 talking about it yeah. last night. Yeah. I don't know what that man's name is. Steve Templeton. No, <laughs> I don't know. I heard someone talking about it last night on the news, but I didn't actually bring myself to go out into the cold to look. It's It was crazy. Uh, I, it started around, I guess, 9 p.m. is when they were saying to go outside. It's like once or twice every 15 seconds it's legit oh, really? yeah so wow. and i uh i popped on tiktok this morning and there's still a dude and i don't know where he's at in missouri but there's a guy that went live the entire night shooting oh just let the geminids meteor shower yeah it's so cool i don't know it was it was really awesome uh to watch from bed last night as well as right. I was going to sleep i was like oh is it the same can i wish on these if it's digital it was a digital right. shooting star. <laughs> <laughs> Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Last night, Cody Johnson had his very first Christmas special on CMT. And he was dressed to the nines. Like he was in a full white suit matching white cowboy hat, which is kind of bold for Cody Johnson, right? Yeah, yeah. He ended up changing and getting, you know, a little bit more Cody'd up. But it was in a smaller room, made to look 
homey and cozy, and he performed a bunch of Christmas songs, but he also told stories that made these songs special to him, and that's what really caught the heart of fans, specifically whenever CMT put out a teaser clip of Cody telling the story of why Merle Haggard's If We Make It Through December means the most to him. After Brandy and I had gotten married, we were very broke. We went to my mom and dad's house and I took $20. I didn't know this at the time, but it was our last $20 for the rest of the month. And I put it in a Christmas card. And on the way home, she said, you realize that was our last $20? And Merle Haggard's If We Make It Through December comes on the radio. We both cried and we were wondering how we were going to actually make it through December. <clears throat> and for some reason, I checked the mail and uh, my first two songwriter checks came in. They were $2,500 a piece. And I walked in the house and we cried again. And he goes on to say the only food they had at their house were leftovers from his parents. And so they warmed him up and watched It's a Wonderful Life and then cried again. Yeah. If you uh, were wondering at home, that's $5,000. $2,500 checks. Thank you for the math. Also, how do you not know that's coming? How do you know How do you not know that that is going to be in your mailbox? You know what I mean? Because I think they got married like, I don't think that he, Cody Johnson was checking his emails back when they got married. This is a, this is a classic story of every musician ever. How many, how many musicians have told the story of, I came to Nashville, I did the thing. Yeah. Lenny Wilson's like, I was living in yeah. an RV on someone else's property, technically trespassing. No money in my bank account. Walker Hayes is like, I had eight kids. <laughs> my in-laws hated me. I had no support. So it sounds to me like if you want to make it big, you got to hit rock bottom. Like you got to go to rock bottom you first. You got to give it all your money, your blood, sweat, and tears. There you go. And your words for songwriting, if that's what you're doing. He also did some classics like I'll Be Home for Christmas and some of his original Christmas songs like Hat Made of Mistletoe, which is the one that goes, you and me are like mac and cheese, the way we go together. Oh, yeah. And that's if you've been around here for a while, you have seen a clip of Remy knocking me to the floor while <laughs> dancing to that song. I might have to find it and repost it to our socials just, you know, for the... Uh, for this time of year's sake, but you can see Cody Johnson tell that whole story on our Facebook page. Find us at 92.3 WIL. Remy and Casey. We are 10 days away from Christmas Eve. So I asked the question, what Christmas traditions are overrated in your opinion? 314-699-4766. Anything off the top, Casey? Anything that is coming to mind Right off the bat. I think I would have in the past said caroling, but last year I went Christmas caroling for the first time with my friends and like the Kahlua and the coffee cups. And it was so much fun. I forgot that you did this. This is so out of character for you. It turned out to be such a fun night. Um, I don't know because I don't know that any of it really feels... Overrated. Overrated. Maybe, maybe the Christmas cookies when it's like a bazillion cookies. Like okay. I understand if you want to make like Christmas cookies, but when people go all out, all out, I'm not getting involved in that. I feel like I, I dated a girl back in college and they would take an entire day. Yeah. I know people that do that. The entire kitchen would just be cookies nonstop. Yeah. 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 All for day. Like 24 hours. You look across the kitchen, there's nothing but cookies and they loved it. They love it. I guess if it's a tradition and it's something that you do every year, then that might, you know, get you in the spirit. Then that's, yeah. You make little bags and, you know, hang them on people's doors or give them out at work or whatever. 
the number one thing on this list that people feel are overrated. Making Christmas cards. Ooh, yeah. I, I'm telling you, I was not far off when I said this three years ago. When I said Christmas cards are dumb, nobody likes them, they're pointless. Like, what? They're pointless. We did prove Remy wrong whenever... <laughs> Hundreds of you asked us for our Christmas card, and yes, you will be getting them. We're literally printing out addresses today. Yeah. But I also want to say, yesterday, um, we kind of called people out about Christmas cards because we said, if you're just buying Christmas cards and signing your name and sending it, yeah. then it is overrated and kind of useless, and I don't really feel like I need to receive it from you. Yes. I got home, and I had about six of those. Oh, And it was like okay. my grandparents. <laughs> grandparents get a pass. They get a pass. They get a pass. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, but if it's your, if it's your neighbor down the street and it's just like a, hey what's up thanks for being my neighbor merry christmas you like know? at least write a little <laughs> note or so or don't send it you know uh if there's not a picture of your baby or your puppy on it i don't think it's necessary <laughs> right or baby announcement uh ugly christmas sweaters we're over that we're kind of over the we are over that yeah yeah and I kind of wore one to Jingle Fest, that, that bush light no, one. No, that was a sponsor sweater. <laughs> That's true. But I feel like it wasn't this, it was in the ugly Christmas sweater, like font and vein, but it wasn't, I don't it know. Was I fine. thought it was kind of cool looking. So uh, Christmas family photos, 14% of people are actually into this. That's it. Um. Yeah, I, that's a good, i not down with Christmas family photos. Yeah. Uh, another thing is snow. It's not really a tradition, but 42% of people love it. So just under yeah. half of people are like, I want a white Christmas. I don't mind a white Christmas. You're not going anywhere anyway, usually. Right. On Christmas Day. And it, and it makes the day kind of cozy anyway, or yeah. just like puts you in the spirit after that, whatever. Yeah. What is it for you? What is that thing, that Christmas tradition that is overrated? 314-699-4766. Let us know on the text line. If you are making a bunch of cookies... You know, you want to bring some no by. No offense, but also you could still <laughs> drop them by. We just don't like the process. We like how they taste. Christmas tradition, do you feel, is overrated? 314-699-4766. We go to the text line from the 314. Call me a Grinch, but I think Christmas decorations are overrated. They are a pain to put up and take down every year, and I don't feel any different when they are up. Okay. I kind of agree with this a little bit. I don't know. Mainly because I feel like I'm I'm the person that's hauling them up and down the stairs You're every year. You're just doing all the hard work. No, nah, I wouldn't say that because because Lauren helps out with like all the she'll she'll put the ornaments on and make sure that they're spaced correctly and all those things. I remember putting up the ornaments one one year, coming home they were all down, and then she had put them all back up because apparently I didn't I didn't do a good job. Yeah, I believe that. I do remember <laughs> my dad growing up always feeling the same way. I will say because of that, now as an adult, I take it upon myself to do all of like to put everything up even the big stuff yeah because i know that some people it's just a bother yeah uh from the 618 hosting christmas parties never again so apparently this person hosted a christmas party they thought Had it'd be fun time. and it uh ended up not being i think hosting any any party around thanksgiving it's or exhausting. christmas or new year's or whatever it's yeah it, you can't enjoy it if you're hosting necessarily unless you've Unless you're a pro at this, right? right? Unless you're that type of person. Or that unless loves- you really don't care what your house looks yeah. like and you don't care if other people are having fun. <laughs> yeah, it's not like hosting a party in college, that's for sure. Totally different ballgame when you're an adult and you're like out there having to like cook real food and things. Uh, let us know on the text line what Christmas tradition do you feel like is overrated? 314 699 4766. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. 
Bills quarterback Josh Allen isn't holding a grudge against Patrick Mahomes for blowing up during their post-game exchange on Sunday, telling reporters he didn't take anything personally and understood where he was coming from. Did you see this clip of Patrick Mahomes? Mahomes? I saw him throwing helmets. I saw him yelling and things. I... Listen. After the game, he went up to, as quarterbacks do usually, they go, yeah. you, know, you know, talk, whatever, say, say good up. game. And he was still so fired up. And that's the only clip that you saw was him. Like, uh, he said, that's the wildest bleeping call I've ever seen. Offensive offsides in that moment, man. Bleeping terrible. That's what you that's what you saw. And Josh is like, uh, okay. good game. Well, <laughs> and then after that, it didn't help that after that you saw... Josh Allen dab up with Travis Kelsey and Tra- yeah. and Josh Allen says like hey that really was a great play and Travis Kelsey's like yeah greatest play that'll never count and like Travis Kelsey being like yeah you know it is what it is it's a game yeah. I got it like Taylor Swift is waiting for me so I gotta <laughs> go but whenever athletes get so worked up in this Patrick Mahomes way I immediately shut down yeah the Sorry, respect. Like I'm, I'm okay. out. Sorry, if you're throwing a tantrum on the field, like you're the most, you're the highest paid athlete out there. Like I understand this means a lot to you, but calm down. Yeah, uh, Josh Allen said he reached out to me, and I was like, it's a football game. It's a game of emotion. You're good. You're good. Allen actually defended Mahomes, saying the outburst just shows how much the game of football actually means to him. I think he says, I don't. He says, I know he didn't mean anything by it. I know the cameras caught the last few seconds of what we were talking about, but he's an ultimate competitor. He wants to win, and that's why I he is who he is. get deep and passionate and start calling it the game of football. The game of football. You know about the game of football. <laughs> it's art. <laughs> but I, I did listen to... Um, the Kelsey podcast and they were talking about that play. Uh-huh. Him and Jason were talking about that play and, he, and Travis was so like I love his outlook on life because he's like you know what we'll do it again. Right. Yeah. We'll do it again. Like okay cool. In that moment yes Hall of Fame tight end uh, makes a Hall of Fame play like Patrick Mahomes said and he's just like you know what we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do it again. Because he knows. He knows what he's capable of yeah. and that rocks. Uh, The GM of the Blues, Doug Armstrong, spoke a bit yesterday about the Craig Berube firing, saying, I feel personally responsible for the situation that we're in. Uh, He's been with the Blues since 2008 and the GM since 2010. It's not a great day, but it's a new day. Now we move forward. General comments on socials. People are pretty upset about it. I heard Tim McKernan on ESPN yesterday say that he's never been so surprised by, in his career, Mm -hmm. by a move like this. It just felt very out of the blue. I don't know. Again, do you blame the coach? Do you blame the players? We'll see what happens. Uh, The Blues will take on the Senators tonight. Puck drop at 7. And you can find more on the Facebook page. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Oprah Winfrey is clearing up rumors and feeling shameless about it. Oprah is admitting to weight loss medication, even though she previously said that she would never... Do that. Okay. After shedding 40 pounds this year, she is done with cruel and insensitive conversations about her appearance, and she's gushing, gushing. She's gushing over the pharmaceutical help that really changed her relationship with her own figure. She told People Magazine that she was first prescribed weight loss medication over the summer, and I think most people who are familiar with Oprah's career, they know like she's the face of Weight Watchers, Mm -hmm. and she's all about the slow, the steady, the health, the fitness changes within the body. 
And I think that's why earlier, like early on in this year, she, I remember this clip circulating. She was saying, you know, I'm never going to do that. That's not what we're doing. That's not what I'm about to do. She loves bread. Do you remember that commercial? I do. I love bread. Same, girl. (laughs) And then around July, she um, ended up being prescribed weight loss medications. And she goes on to explain that she learned the, quote, yo-yoing and constant extremes of, like, dieting and and all that. It's harder on her body than just a medically approved drug that can take care of things, I guess. A magic pill, if you will. Well, I guess you're on it. I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. And I thought that actually really takes guts for someone. Because for us, it's easy to be like, oh, the things they do in Hollywood. Who's shocked? It's Hollywood. But now that this is something that's more accessible to people in like our everyday life too, I thought this was really brave and bold move of her to say, you know what? Yes, I have built my career on this and that, and I said I wouldn't do it, and I did, and now I'm admitting it to everyone. Yeah, I feel like that's uh, that's kind of part of her brand. She obviously had the show for years, yeah. and it was super successful, but then I think the other part of her brand is the Weight Watchers side of things, and she actually owns a, a decent amount of Weight Watchers. Yes. Like, she is on the board, so it's interesting. But I would imagine they, they could probably, like, there's probably a... Uh, a hybrid model that they could do. Or you, you're, you're eating better, but you're also maybe taking... Yeah, I would assume whatever. if you're taking the weight loss medications, like you still have to be like trying in real life. Sure. Like you can't just be like, well, now I'm just going to eat candy bars for dinner because this yeah. pill is going to take care of it. <laughs> but um, so I'm sure Oprah is still doing Oprah. But yeah, I thought it was actually pretty brave of her and she is looking snatched like if you've seen photos of her lately specifically over the weekend I think she had a big event and she's got that hourglass thing going on mm-hmm. looking really happy and lighthearted. there she go Remy goes searching right now I am I'm looking there's, there's a picture of her in a purple dress wow for yeah. probably the color purple premiere it she looks so good yeah so it's awesome good for her if anybody needs you know that bit of encouragement. Yeah. Be like, what's up? I am on Ozempic. What up? What up? <laughs> Send the bird to the haters. You have permission from us here at 923 WIL. And, and Oprah, of course. And Oprah. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 923 WIL. All right, parents, listen up. A new study found that uh, having kids might actually make you live longer. Just depends on how many kids you have. Mm. There's that whole thing where, and you know, as a parent, you hear after three, it's just like they take, they raise themselves. It, yeah, they, the dogs <laughs> doing it. They, they all, it's super easy. They just kind of like, what's fifty kids and ten kids? It's the same. Um, but researchers at the University of Michigan looked at the health records of 276,000 people found some parents are five to ten percent more likely to live to 76 than people without kids. That's about three years longer than the global average. Okay. But there is a sweet spot. It's only true for people who have two children. If you have more kids than that, you're less likely to make it to 76 than someone who doesn't have kids. The same applies if you only have one child. Yeah. So I think about as somebody who doesn't have kids yet, I think about this a lot in the way of, you know, whenever people have kids, they suddenly they start saying things like you've never worried more in your life. You're always worried about them or you're go, you're all, your brain is split in a thousand pieces whenever yeah. you have a kid. And I'm thinking about the people who have like five kids. If that's you, you feel free to text them. 
are you then just kind of like giving up? <laughs> and you're like, whatever happens, happens. I can't really stress about this and stay alive. Yeah. Or is your brain stressing so hard that you will like probably die prematurely? You, Sorry, uh, that's really harsh. No, it's fine. It, I feel like you, you, at some point, like you said, you have to kind of relinquish control or, right. or put the entire, all of your kids' needs before your own. Right. You know what I mean? And that's what parents do, I think, for the most part. But I was just thinking about this th- this morning and how little actual focused time I have to work on anything at home mm-hmm. without being distracted by a dog or uh, a, a child needing help or whatever that is. Like, it's just always working in bits and pieces and bits and pieces. And you never really get that that full focused time to sit down and work on a project. I'm still, I tell Remy this all the time. I think this is because of your kid's age. I think once they're both like, once you can leave them home alone, yeah. that all changes. But... I totally see this like life expectancy uh, stat. I understand why it makes sense because you have kids. Suddenly, I feel like you have more to live for, or you keep yourself younger for longer for them. And it's it's a it's a thing about like what you have to live for. Whereas if you I guess don't have kids, maybe you're living a bit of a harder lifestyle, or you're like staying out later. Or you're not taking yeah. as great care of yourself. But then when you have like five or six kids, you <laughs> can't really take care of yourself because you're taking care of so much other stuff. Why didn't they just come to you for this research? You know, they should have. <laughs> because Casey they could have saved a lot of money, paid me half. It. Uh, either way, if you want kids and you're doing it purely for selfish reasons, you might want to cap it at two. That said, uh, and if you've already got three, um, uh, sorry about it. Sleep one out tonight. <laughs> the third child is like, I know I'm left out of everything anyway. Aww. Either that, or they're the baby of the family, and they get spoiled, right? Yeah. Uh, the middle child is usually the one that gets kind of. Uh, unseen after Jen. a while. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you plan to stop at one, you may want to rethink that as well, because it seems like two is the sweet spot. Right. So there you go. And uh, that's that's where we're sticking to. So So anyway. Got a boy, got a girl, out. However your fina- family dynamic is, <laughs> good luck. Good Sorry luck. if that puts a damper on things. Blame the University of Michigan. Remy and Casey. Welcome to Remy and Casey's Top 3 of 2023. Yesterday, we talked about the restaurants that we frequented the most. Shout out to Taco Bell. (laughs) You can't even call that a restaurant. Uh, But it is a place that makes food, and that's the place that we purchase the most food from, I think, you know, as far as restaurants go. I'd love to say it was something, you know, more local or more wholesome, but it just wasn't. What was yours? El Paso. El Paso. So same. Mexican, right? No, it's not the same, actually. (laughs) All right. So today we're we're doing top stores we spent the most money in in 2023. I'll go first this time. Okay. Uh, Number three coming in for me is uh, Corner Reef. (laughs) A reefing store. It is a... Reefing as in coral reef. Yes, it is an aquarium store in South County off of, I believe it's Lindbergh. Over by Home Depot, uh, Corner Reef. Shout out. If I was passing something and it was called the Corner Reef, I'd be like, Phew. this day and age, yeah. I mean, there's dispensaries it is everywhere. It's legal now. Yeah. <laughs> 
Number three for you. Number three for me, I have in question marks, does Amazon count? Mm. I guess it could because now there are Amazon locations, but I truly, I couldn't think of anything other than like I spend so much money at Amazon yeah. and I visit it online probably like every day. So that's why it's my number three. Okay. Kind of counts, kind of doesn't. Mine's in there as well, but I, I like definitely Amazon is in my top three, but I didn't want to say it. So I just said it. Okay. I don't know where it ranks. Number two. Home Depot, for sure. This is also my number two. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Home Depot, spent many, many uh, hours walking up and down the aisles looking for someone to ask. Oh, I have the app. Now where, I have where, where you like type it in and it tells you on the app, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. Aisle and bin number? Yes. That's if you can get reception in, in that in giant store. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where are we at? Number one. That was your That was your number two as well. All right. Number one for me. Everybody wants to know, where was the most money spent? For me, it was Target. Wow. Let's go. Not not by me. Too little basic. Not by me. Check. <laughs> that was not by me. Oh, your money just spent by someone else, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Understand. Yeah. Understand. All right, Casey. Mine coming in hot. You already know. You may have seen me on TV at a TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. Yes. Shout out. Let's go. Well, that was fun. That was fun. I think it was a little more predictable than I thought this time. Right. Maybe it inspires the people to consider like where they're spending a lot of their money <laughs> this year. Uh, with Jeff Bezos, of course. Yeah. How many kids that you're supposed to have to live longer? Uh, ideally, this was a study that was done at the University of Michigan. Right. If you got more than two kids, girl, yeah. you're donezo. Two is the magic number. And we got a text from Justin from O'Fallon. He says, man, we just had baby number five last Thursday. Justin, <laughs> come on. <laughs> wow. What a family. What endurance. You I, know? I do think that uh, the, the larger families were, you know, obviously our grandparents, my grandparents, I think my on my my dad's side, my grandmother had. 11 siblings or yeah. something like that. And I just feel like that's gone down exponentially as we continue uh, progressing through the decades, right? I, yeah. feel like, I feel like two is the is kind of the new number, right? Because right? now we have more control over how many kids we want to have. And we also know <laughs> <laughs> that we don't want to have them. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, two is, two is the, the number they're saying if you want to live longer than expected. Yeah. So, uh, as we're in the thick of it right now with an eight and a six year old. So we'll see if that actually pans out <laughs> in the end. I'll let you know in 50 years. He says right now I'm too out of breath to tell. <laughs> yes, so. exactly. Uh, how many kids you got? Uh, and do, and do, you, do you feel like that's going to kill you? Yeah. Do you that really is the question, even though it sounds morbid. Yeah. Do you feel like, do you feel like there is a difference between two and three or two and five? You know what I mean? Let us know on the text line. 314-699-4766. Remy and Casey. We got D -D 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 Dennis on the phone playing for these Cardinals tickets, a Cardinals holiday pack. They're out now. They start at just $55, but Dennis could win one today with us in the big three. Season ticket holder, almost. Let's go. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we're claiming it is. Okay, Remy, you want to spin the wheel and see what game you're playing? Yeah. Do it. Did you wheel it out? It's right next to you. Yeah, Just right. do you're it. You're right. I'm so sick of you. Oh, yeah. Mm. Your favorite game, yeah. as of recently, anyway. Cameo. How much is it? Who has more? So. <laughs> 
All I wrote was cameo, so I didn't know what to call it. <laughs> cameo, who is it? Who has more? What's going on here? <laughs> okay, so I checked into cameo. Some of the uh, celebs who are on it. I'm going to give you an example of two, maybe a description of who they are. You're going to tell me which one costs more for a cameo from those celebrities. Okay. Number one. By the way, if you need help, Dennis is on the phone. He's got your back. He sounds like he's done cameo a time or two. Yeah, he knows. Number one. Remy's celebrity crush, Kenny G. <laughs> or the real star of NSYNC, Lance Bass. Gosh, I feel like Kenny G is stupid money. Like, he's one of those guys on Cameo that doesn't want to do it, but his agent was like, you need to be on here. So he's like six hundo. I know Lance Bass is like... <sighs> I think he's a buck ninety nine, or he's either one ninety nine or two ninety nine. I'm gonna say Kenny G is more. What do you think Kenny G's voice sounds like? Soprano, like his saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? <laughs> ah, I just play saxophone. Okay, number two. Or he's like Basie. <laughs> number two. Kenny G. Kenny G locking it in. Yep. Number two. She's all that. I know what you did last summer, star Freddie Prince Jr. Or the young stud of this season of Dancing with the Stars, Harry Jowsey. Oh. oh. Are they dating? They're definitely dating. Did they kiss? They definitely kiss. Harry Jowsey or I don't know. Harry, what, what's he known for? Is he like a, he's he like an influencer? On, he was on Too Hot to Handle, which is a reality show. Okay. And, and from there, he's kind of just like spun out. He's an official F-boy. Well, I don't know what that means. Don't explain it. He seems like he's gotten softer, though, because of Dancing with the Stars. Right. Is that what we're feeling? Who was the first one? Freddie Prince Jr. It's Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> I feel like Harry's just raking in some cameo money. Freddie Prince Jr., same vein, doesn't want to do it. Expensive. 205. Okay. Number three, former Jingle Fest artist, former ACM CMA Female Artist of the Year, Carly Pierce, or... Country music legend spanning generations and decades, Randy Travis. I know that Carly Pierce is like 80 bucks. She's cheap. Because you spend way too much time on Cameo. <sighs> it's Randy Travis. Randy Travis is more expensive? Yep. Okay. You didn't even ask Dennis for any help at all. They're so all kind of 50-50 and I don't know. How and much you time? study it in your yeah. downtime. Yeah. Dennis, out of three, how many do you think Remy got right today? I think Remy did great. I think he had all three. Oh, wow. Dennis he's, with that faith. He's over there fact checking on cameo.com. Did he do it? Remy. Yeah. Remy. Remy. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. Kenny G hey. is 375 on cameo. Lance Bass, only 299. Oh, okay. There you go. Number two. Freddie Prince Jr. is $100 on cameo. Harry Jowsey somehow only 85. Wow. And number three, Carly Pierce, $85. Randy Travis, 200 Nice. As it should be. If you're thinking about uh, gifts, maybe a good Carly Pierce shout out. You know, 80 bucks isn't terrible. When you think about what you spend on Christmas gifts, yeah. the more I looked at Cameo, the more it kind of made sense. Like, you sh people should really get on this. For sure. And Dennis should get on these Cardinals tickets. Oh, Dennis, come on now. Some weekend Thank games. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Luke Holmes took to social media yesterday to say that he is sick to his stomach after waking up to learn that he had just won $250,000.
in a lawsuit against a Florida woman. A lawsuit he had literally no part in. Mm. And his no people. knowledge of. It was his people, right? It was his people. Yep. This Florida woman owns a small business. She was making drink tumblers with Luke Combs stuff on it, like song lyrics or his face or his name, you know, like fan stuff, stuff yeah. that you might get on Amazon. Etsy. And so far, she had made a total of $380 on her tumblers. So, like, either this is something she just started or it was just a hobby, but this is what she was up to. Using his, like, image. His likeness. Luke Combs all over it, that kind sure, of thing. Sure, probably yeah. it says things like ice cold beer never broke my... Yeah. Turns out, as you said, Luke's teams, probably the legal one, was out there online, realized that it was copyright infringement, which it absolutely is, mm-hmm. and said, we got to take her down. Sue her for $250,000. And obviously they won. Obviously. So this woman, Nicole, got online just begging for Luke's help, saying as a fan, she never meant to cause problems. She doesn't have $250,000. She's already in debt because she's got hospital bills and medical bills to take care of, and she didn't know what to do. Deep down, she had to know that, like, Luke Combs couldn't be a part of this. Like, he is such a good guy that she, I don't think she would have got online begging. Yeah. For his attention. What artist has the time to go out on the internet too and just see how many people are making shirts and things right. with their images all over them? Because it's thousands, I'm sure. And so Luke immediately hops on social media yesterday morning to make a video and say, hey, I am just now learning about this. I realize that my team is, um, their job is to catch like big corporations and people making millions of dollars off his face and his image. That is who he wants to take down. He doesn't want to hurt the small businesses and the fans who go to his shows and, you know, sing those lyrics to have to suffer. So he got online and he did everything he could to try and make things right. I was completely and utterly unaware of this. And she uh, got in trouble apparently for making tumblers. So I'm going to make my own tumbler today. It's going to go up today. Um, I'll keep you posted on that. But all that money is going to go to Nicole and her family. Remy's laughing. I can just see Luke comes in his kitchen making a tumbler. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, go to Hobby Lobby. Uh, yes, so there is a tumbler up on his website now. All the proceeds are going to this woman, Nicole. Um, Luke Combs is taking care of a lot of her uh, medical bills and things, so that's so nice of him. It really shows Luke Combs' character, just as everything else he does. He's a great guy. Remy, say your piece. I just want to know what the threshold is. Like, now that he's allowing people to make tumblers and shirts and things with his likeness on it, because this is a precedent that he's setting, right? Uh-huh. What's the number of profit that I can make off of Luke Combs' without getting shirts in trouble. without getting in trouble? That's a good question. Because $380 is okay. Right. But is like three, like $38,000 okay? Or is that too much? Because he said millions of dollars in corporations. These are good questions. And I do want to take a minute before we jump out of here to say like, if this is something that you're doing or buying or maybe interested in starting, copyright infringement is a huge deal. You can get caught and you can get absolutely taken down. And because of the place that we work at, we have people, lack of a better term, on our ass about that all the time so that we don't get our company sued. Yeah, like using photos and things like that on socials. Yes. So just be careful.
Um, and keep streaming Luke Combs because obviously he's a great guy. He doesn't mean any harm to anybody and he's taking care of it all. And Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Offenburg Kia and the Sinclair Auto Mall in Shiloh off 64. You think $3,000 is okay? Yeah. I just want to make a little money on the side, hey. Luke. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thank you to Samantha Burkett, nominated by Pam Pollard. Samantha works at SSM as a patient care provider and is in the National Guard as well. She is a single mother with an eight-year-old daughter in the third grade. She was recently deployed to Cuba for almost a year with the National Guard, but came back and picked up her life. She is active in her daughter's school and is an inspiration to everyone who knows her. Samantha, you are so awesome. Thank you for what you do. 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It's Remy and Casey on the way out today. Talked about so much on the show today. Uh, the the sweet spot for children is two. Just have two and you'll live forever apparently. So Allegedly, that's the rule. <laughs> University of Michigan did this whole study on what, this, what the uh, exact number of kids is to live a longer life. Right. Two seem to be what they settled on. One is too few. Three is too many. Three and or more is too many. If you have none, none is way too few. Yes. Uh, we had several texts this morning from the 314. I have two kids, but definitely feel like my youngest could do me in early. Yep. I have two uh, but my cousin has nine from the 314. I have one kiddo, but my father had 19 natural siblings. He was 16 of 19. God bless. Uh, from the 480, I have seven under 11. This morning definitely feels like it's going to kill me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but every year they start to you know help out, right? That's what you hope. <laughs> I, I would hope. Start, I don't know. They better start working on the farm here soon. Uh, but if yeah, if you want to let us know anything about that, 314-699-4766, do you have multiple, you know, three, four, five, six children, and you feel good about it? Like, you're like, oh, my life's good. I'm stress-free. I don't know. Stress-free. I don't know if anybody's going to say that, but uh, if you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast, and we'll see you tomorrow for a Friday. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 923 wil